0: Welcome to Presence Church Sermon of the Week. For more information about this podcast and other resources, visit PresenceOC.org. Good morning. How are you guys doing? Really? That well, huh? You guys know we serve Portola coffee in the back. Any Portola fans? Yeah, a few of you. If not, check it out. They're awesome. We love them. We love coffee. I love Jesus and coffee, a lot of Jesus, a lot of coffee. I personally need a lot of Jesus and a lot of coffee, if you know what I mean. Hey, if, you, um, if this is your first time, it's always just fun to see who's joining us. If this is your first time here, will you just raise your hand? little? Oh, hey. Don't be shy with it. Don't be shy. I love it. Welcome, you guys. Awesome to have you. Um, as Jesse said, my name is Nicole. I'm one of the associate pastors here. This is my daughter, Rosella. She is our pastor of rest. That's what we call her at our staff meetings and all the other meetings that she comes to and just sleeps. Um, If you guys were here with us last week or if you've been here with us the past couple weeks, we have been uh, going through an honor series. Who has loved this series? Man, it has been enriching for me personally. I've I've loved it. Last week, uh, my husband got to share, okay, I have to, all his droppings. Oh yeah, those of you that were here last week, you know what I'm talking about. I'm a little country and I was introducing Paris and I said, you know, at home he, he uh, has like a lot of wisdom droppings. Of course, Jessica Skinner starts laughing at me because she always calls me out on my bad grammar and, and silly words. Um, love that woman. But if you missed it, uh, we, we do have podcasts available, PresenceOC.org, you can listen to those. We're in the process of getting Facebook Live up and going, so if you're at home or out of town, um, you can still join us and be with us and see what God does. But if you missed any of the sermons, PresenceOC.org, for those of you listening in a week now, welcome. It's awesome to have you with us. One of the, uh, the biggest takeaways, is this okay? I feel like I'm like I'm about to beatbox. Am I good? It's just up here. Sounds okay. All right, awesome. I always wish I could beatbox, but I'm actually pretty white when it comes to that. So if somebody knows how and they want to teach me, I'm all down for it. Um, one of the takeaways that I had last week uh, was the analogy that Paris gave of, of honoring God and how that, when we honor the Father, we honor people. You guys remember that? And how he, he explained um, how we honor God, where we honor God, and when we honor God. And that picture, you know, on our gates, on our front doors, in our hearts, on our clothes was just so significant. And all this week, just as I, I was getting dressed or walking out of the house or coming into the front door, I just kept thinking about honoring the Father. And we had planned on tag teaming last week, honoring God and honoring people. Is it weird? Oh, it is? Okay. I get real animated, so I like to have all my hands. You know what I mean? Strap the baby on. You're gonna have to um, undo this in the back. Sorry guys, thanks for being a family. It's, it's actually attached to the wrap. Yeah. This is what family looks like right here. And then you gotta take this side off. Can you get it up? There we go. Yay, thank you Jesus. For those of you listening online, we just had a malfunction with microphones. We're not getting weird. Um, well, we might, but it'd be a really good kind of Jesus weird. Anyways, <laughs> oh God, you're so good. Yeah, I love it. So honoring God, <laughs> what does um, what does it look like to honor people by honoring the Father? I believe that it's directly related. And so we had planned on tag teaming, uh, preaching last week. And I had a dream the night before. And God told me, um, actually, it's just enough. You're not gonna teach. And so I got in the car on our way here. And I said, Paris, I may not be teaching this morning. And He just laughed because I was really excited about what God wanted to say. Um, and then as he just broke out in the end, just giving God all the praise with that worship song, I was just like a wreck. Like, no, I can't go up. This is so good. Come on, God. Um, But so they're directly related. That's why we wanted to originally tag team it together. Uh, But today, I'm just gonna pick up where we would have continued last week because I believe God wanted to just wait until this week. But I believe that honoring God and honoring people are attached. I believe that when we honor the Father, we naturally will honor his kids. And in the same way, when we honor his kids, when you honor the person in front of you or around you, we honor the Father. A picture for you, because I like visuals, would be if we were in an art gallery and we were just looking at a piece of art in front of us and we were just valuing that piece of art. We knew that it was expensive, we knew that it cost a lot, we just loved the strokes and the canvas and the colors. By honoring that piece of art, we would be in fact also honoring the artist. Y'all with me? By honoring the, the creation in front of us, we would also be honoring its creator. And so I believe that as we honor one another, we also honor the Father. See, the very person that you sit next to in a coffee shop, the very person that you see in your workplace, the very person that you pass leaving your neighborhood is a daughter or a son. They're royalty. But I think if um, uh, Prince William and Kate came into a coffee shop, they might be treated a little bit differently because they're known as royalty. And I believe that God, my heart this morning is this. I believe that God wants to just kind of cleanse up our lens a little bit as to how we see people. He wants to cleanse up our lens just a little bit more as to how we view those right in front of us so that we would see them as a son or a daughter, even when they don't know their father. Y'all want something really powerful to take to your non-believing friends? This is real fun. This is what you do. Every time they do something that looks like their papa, you tell them, whoa, you are so compassionate. You're just, oh my gosh just like Jesus. Whoa, you're so giving. I saw what you did last week. Oh my gosh, that is the characteristic of our Father. You start to call out Jesus in them even before they even know that they're a son or a daughter. Y'all want something powerful. You don't need to go to an apologetics class. You just start calling out God that's in them. You just start calling out the characteristics of the Father that you see in them and they'll probably wanna get to know their dad. When we started uh, the series, when I kicked off the honor series, I shared with y'all five specific people groups that uh, the Bible is very clear about honoring. Now we are called to honor all people. We'll get to that in a second. But there are five specific areas and I just wanted to recap that because I feel like it's really important. The first area is God. We're called to honor God. The second are those in earthly authority or governing authorities. The third honoring parents, the fourth, honoring fellow believers, and then in 1 Timothy, the fifth is honoring widows. Though we are called to honor all people, there is a special type of honor that is on those people that we are to give. But today, I want to highlight specifically, like I said earlier, by honoring God, we honor others, and when we honor others, we get to honor God. See, honor is this incredibly biblical concept that I think is probably probably one of the most powerful tools humans have. Because when we honor someone, we create connection. When you honor someone, especially someone that's not expecting it or maybe have never experienced it, when you honor them as God has honored us, something changes not only in the atmosphere, but in that person, not only in you, but outside of you. And see, God, God doesn't call us to do anything that he hasn't first already done. And he's honored us in a lot of ways, amen? He honored us when he created Adam and Eve in his image, for we are created in the image of God. And he honored us when he sent Jesus to the cross to die for your sins, for everlasting life, that you wouldn't be slaves, but that you would be free sons and daughters. That's the gospel right there. That's how he honored us. And he honors us now. He continues to honor us by calling us co-laborers, co-heirs, that we carry the characteristics of Christ. If you are here and you know Jesus, you've accepted him, you, you actually carry the characteristics of Christ. You actually have Holy Spirit in you You are a co-laborer. You are a co-heir. And I think when we understand what God has done and how he has honored us, what we believe internally will spill out externally. What you believe internally will spill out externally. It's like what Jessica was sharing. That was amazing. What she was sharing this morning, when she would see herself in the mirror, she would remind herself so that internally and externally would believe it. So I want us to turn... First Corinthians 12. I'm just gonna read just a chunk to y'all. First Corinthians 12. Give me an amen when you get there. It's really good for y'all to actually read along. Anytime someone shares scripture, always just check it. Yeah. Let's give you a couple more seconds. First Corinthians 12. We'll start in verse 12 there. First Corinthians 12:12. 12, 12. For just as the body is one and has many members and all the members of the body, though many are one body, so it is with Christ. For in the one spirit, we were all baptized into the body. Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, we are all made to drink of one spirit. Indeed, the body does not consist of one member, but of many, everybody say many. Many. If the foot would say, because I'm not a hand, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less part of the body. And if the ear would say, because I'm not an eye, do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, <laughs> that'd be funny, where would the hearing be? If the whole body were hearing, where would the sense of smell be? But as it is, God arranged the members in the body, each of them, as he chose. If all were a single member, where would the body be? As it is, there are many members, yet one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need for you, nor the head to the feet, I have no need for you. On the contrary, the members of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. And those members of the body that we think less honorable, we clothe with greater honor. And our less respectable members, we treated with greater respect. Whereas, Our more respectable members do not need this, but God has so arranged the body, given greater honor honor to the inferior member, that there may be no dissension within the body, but that the members may have the same care for one another. Last verse, y'all. If one member suffers, all suffer together with it. If one member is honored, everybody say honored. honored, all rejoice together with it. I know that was a lot. Thanks for bearing with me. Yeah, good word. Thank you, Paul. (laughs) <laughs> a little context around that. My boy, Paul, I love Paul. He is, gosh, I just love the little bold man. He doesn't put anything lightly. He's not candy coating nothing. He's all about the truth of the gospel, making sure the church is doing what the church should be doing. And so he's writing this letter. This is a letter. We call it the book, but it's you know, a bunch of letters in, in a book, poems and songs. and. Anyways, Paul writes this letter to the church in Corinth to let them know that every member of the body is important, that each individual person is important and needed for the entire body. For if one rejoices, all rejoice. If one suffers, all suffer. And so he's writing this letter to remind them. And in verse 23, did y'all catch that? Read with me again. And those members of the body that we think less honorable, we clothe with greater honor. Those in which you think are, are, are uh, due for less honor, we should clothe with more honor. For if one suffers, we all suffer. And if one rejoices, then we all rejoice. There's a family aspect to this. My dad in Louisville, Kentucky, uh, was a lieutenant before he became a major. Yeah, I grew up with that kind of dad. Y'all know what I mean? He used to be like, Nicole, if you act up, I'm gonna take you on a tour to the jail. Wow, Dad, really? He never did. He wouldn't, but he would say it. But before he became a major, they had this huge uh, uh, pinning ceremony, and it's important for the family of the person getting promoted to be there. In fact, if the family cannot make it, if you don't have at least one other representative, to pin the pin on you, they will reschedule to when you're available or when they're available. And I, I wasn't able to be there, but I Facetimed in, and it was really cool. My grandfather pinned this, you know, pin of promotion on my dad. But but it was interesting because that's exactly like the body. When one gets promoted, we all get promoted. For when one rejoices, we all get to rejoice. Y'all know the Greek word translated without honor means ordinary. To treat common. Without honor means to treat ordinary or common. That one hit me, because there's probably a lot of people in my life that I treat common. But see, when we treat someone common, and when we, when we treat someone as just ordinary, we actually shut off the design that God has put in them for us to see. We're actually saying, I don't need to know your design. So I'm not gonna honor you. I don't need to know what God has filled you up with because I don't, I I just I don't need it, which isn't true, for we are all one body. Each member is important. You know, there's a story you've probably all heard in Matthew 13. It's a story where Jesus goes back to his hometown and he's preaching in the synagogues, and everyone's going, Isn't this the son of Mary? Who is this? Who is this person? Who do they think they are? Isn't this just the son of Mary? They, they, they treated him ordinary. And what does scripture say? It says there were few miracles that happened there because of their unbelief. Because they did not honor him, because they did not hear him, because they did not see him, because they did not open their hearts to him. Few miracles happened in that place. I think it is significant that scripture tells us. Few miracles happened because of that. Respect, honor, and love have this tri-union relationship. They are each individually specific and have their own definitions, but respect, love, and honor intertwine and have this beautiful tri-union relationship. So you might be asking, okay, cool, so how do I properly honor others? What does that look like? Great question. The place I want to personally camp out this morning, what I feel like God has put on my heart is what it looks like to honor those in front of us. How do we honor those that are around us? How do we honor those that are part of our church body or in our neighborhood or those people that we just always seem to bump into? How do we honor the people that God has placed right dab smack in front of us? Because y'all might, I mean, let's be honest, y'all might be looking at someone like they're a problem in your life and God's put them there for a purpose. The next time you feel like someone is a problem in your life, go, hmm, God, what purpose are they here for? You got like a real annoying person in your life. Lord, (laughs) what purpose are they in my life for? Start asking him. How do we honor those that are right in front of us? I love the analogy of Uh, the the story of the man that's drowning. Y'all probably heard this before, it's fun. There's a guy that's drowning, and um, so God sends a boat. And the man says, oh no, thank you, I'm praying for God to save me. And so God sends him a helicopter. And the man says, oh no, thank you, I'm waiting on God to save me. So the guy dies, gets to heaven. He says, God, I was praying for you to save me. What happened? God said, well, I sent you a boat. I sent you a helicopter. I sent you all these people. See, the spirit of God is upon someone that you're you're familiar with. But you might be too busy looking past them for the next anointed preacher, teacher. You're gonna miss why they're in your life. For what you honor, you can receive from for who you honor, for what you honor, for, for the person that God has put in front of you, you may receive from if you honor them. I don't know how it works. I don't know the sciences behind it, but I know that it's true. For those that you honor, you may receive from, but for those that you envy, for those that you are jealous of, for those that you hold your nose up against when you see their Instagram feed or when you see them in church or when you see them up front, you will not receive from them with that kind of heart. For those you honor, you will receive from. It would be silly for us to say God can't move through any ordinary person. Because my God can move through a well. He can move through a burning bush. He can move through the person right next to you. My God is a pretty mighty God. My God is a powerful God. He can move through whatever he wants to move through. He doesn't need a specific person. All right, y'all, I got a little preaching me here. Listen, this, this is what I think church folks do. Can I be honest with y'all for a second? This is what I think church people do. I think we, I'll say we, I think we wait to get healed when that healing conference is coming in town. I think we wait till the next person that's known for X, Y, or Z, we hold all of our belief until we can see that person because we expect God to move when we see them. Well, of course, because you just held all your belief and expectation in Christ Jesus on that person for when they came into town. Y'all know that you don't have to come to church to get healed? Y'all ain't gotta come to the club to get healed. (laughs) I just wonder if what you're looking for, if what you're asking the Father for is actually right in front of you. I hear of people all the time, and there's nothing, hear me say this there's nothing wrong with conferences. There's nothing wrong with, with people that God has elevated. There's nothing wrong with going places and getting filled up and getting energized and bringing it back. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you are waiting to fly across the United States so that you can get healed or so that you can go to Florida to some amazing conference because some person is going to be there, I'm going to tell y'all what, I'm going to save you a lot of miles. My God is a lot bigger. My God is a lot bigger than that, y'all. But Nicole, what about the anointed people? What about the chosen ones? What about the ones that have the special spirit on them? (laughs) I've heard it, you guys. I would say to you, that sounds pretty Old Testament to me. Because in the Old Testament, those who were anointed were kings, priests, and prophets. And if you weren't a king, priest, or prophet, you weren't anointed. But guess what? we have a prophetic anointing on us. We have a Christ anointing on us because Holy Spirit in us anoints us. Holy Spirit in you anoints you. You don't need to wait for a special person. In 2 in Chronicles 29, there's a reference to Nathan the prophet. And it says, this was God's command conveyed by his prophets. See, the Spirit anointed Jesus at his baptism to preach the good news. And the same spirit that anointed Jesus anoints us to speak the words. Y'all know that we are all called to be pastors? Y'all know that we are all called to share the word of the Lord? It's not just for people you see up front. It's not. You're actually called to do that. You're anointed. Congratulations, everybody here at Presence Church. You are now anointed. Go and make disciples. I love my girl, Heidi Baker. I keep declaring that she's my mentor. So if anybody asks, I'm like, oh, my mentor, Heidi Baker, yeah. I'm waiting for her to sign up for that one. But I love her. But it is the same Holy Spirit on Heidi Baker in Heidi Baker as it is in you. It is the same Holy Spirit that brings people from the villages so that God can touch. It is the same Holy Spirit in her that it is in you. If you see something in Heidi Baker that you like, that you want, that you're like, I want more of that, God, just honor her. Honor what God is doing because we have the same Holy Spirit. First Peter says that we are to honor everyone because by honoring those that God has put in front of us, we honor him. By honoring the Father, we honor his kids. By honoring his kids, we honor him. And I believe you guys, I feel like there's a word this morning that that God put on my heart, that though he's been doing this all along, I love when people are like, God is doing a new thing. He's done been doing a new thing for a long time, you just realizing it. He's done been doing a new thing. (laughs) But I felt like God is like, okay, I've been doing this, but they're getting the wave. I'm seeing something amongst the body of believers. I've been seeing it for about, see, if y'all follow my Instagram, you know I get real ethnic and real sassy when I preach, so thank you. God's been doing it. We're actually called to be unified in the body of Christ, but this is what y'all are gonna see. Y'all are gonna see churches come together like you've never seen before. Y'all are gonna see tent meetings of 15 different churches like you've not seen since the Jesus movement. Y'all are gonna see Christians honoring other Christians with different denominations. Y'all are gonna see Orange County come together because all these churches are like, we don't wanna do it alone. I hear you're a part of the body and I'm a part of the body and we need the ear and we need the hand. and Come on, somebody, and we need the feet. We need the whole body. We're going to see it. I believe it. I'm I'm seeing more of it now. You know, we we have these uh, pastor meetings and you just get like 17, 18 different pastors. I'm going to tell y'all what, we're on the floor laughing just in the presence of the Father because we're united. We're supposed to fly the united front together. But when we can't honor the church next door, when we can't honor the church down the street, y'all, we can't receive with what God's doing in there. Sometimes I hear people, and they're like, you know, I come to presence because God's there. I'm like, oh, you ain't found him at the other places? He's there, too. I love my church. I love this family, and God is. He moves. He does miraculous things every Sunday. But I'm going to tell you all what, he's at the church next door, too. He is not limited, y'all, by one building. He is not limited by one club. He is not limited by one denomination. He is not limited. My God is a mighty God. And we are all needed for the body. But we have got to be able to, to open our eyes a little bit and see what he is doing in other places. If, you don't, if, if, you don't, if this is too far for you to come, or if you're like, you know, I just want to go to another church, awesome. We've got about 18 different churches we'll suggest for you to go to. There's about 45 of them in freaking a five-mile radius. (laughs) We'll tell you to go there. We'll love them. We'll bless them. We pour into other pastors. We don't just believe God's moving here, but God is moving in and throughout his body. So all that to say, I believe, I know that God is unifying the body to do greater works, to do greater things. Y'all wanna see greater works? Y'all want to see greater things? Y'all want to see more miracles? Y'all want to see God move? We has got to be united. We got to honor. I didn't realize I was going to go on this like the church, but I did. We, we, <laughs> we have to honor other pastors. We have to honor other churches. Please, if I can just give an announcement, please do not come up to Gus, Chris, Jesse, or myself and tell us that you came here because God's only moving here. Please don't tell us that because we don't believe it. We just don't, because our God is a mighty, powerful God, and he is moving all over the place. And we love and we honor other people. That is why we pray for them. That is why there was a testimony shared last week. We sewed into a pastor in Costa Mesa. We just gave him a check and said, you know what? This is not for for the congregation. This is for you and your wife to just go get away, because we love you, and we honor you, and we care about your soul. What would it look like? I'm gonna share one last thing and I'll be done. What would it look like if we came together and cared for the body when there was a need? Somebody was telling me a story just this past week. I won't share the religion, but there's a specific religion um, that when someone is, is out of a job, that church that that person belongs to There is someone in that church that is dedicated to finding that person a job. There is someone in that church that is dedicated to watching their kids. There is someone in that church dedicated to giving them a ride if they don't have a car. There is someone in that church dedicated to get them to where they should be. Because if one suffers, they all suffer. And y'all, they don't know Jesus. This specific religion, I won't share. They do not know him. But I'm going to tell y'all what, they've got that part understood can you imagine someone, we have a needs board back there. You can share your needs. Um, it's not really a prayer board, but you know, I need a mattress or I need a job or I need a car. You can put it back there. And we have people that give um, all the time. But what would it look like if for every person in the body, oh, you're out of a job? Cool, what can we do? There's a committee for that. Because when you suffer, we suffer. And when you rejoice. We rejoice. And as we honor you, we're gonna honor our our Papa. And as we honor his creative piece, we're gonna honor the Creator. That's what I wanna see. Yeah. You wanna change the lives around you? Just honor the people God's put in front of you. Be committed to a community, be committed to your family, be committed to your neighborhood. Be committed and honor and show these people the love of the Lord. And I promise you, I'll give you a refund if it doesn't happen. I promise you something will happen. I promise you God will do what he wants to do. Because he's created a specific design in each person that is specific and important to the body. And if you're here this morning and you have never felt that, you feel like I've gone from church to church. If you're here and you feel like, yeah, I, I'm so used to so-and-so bad in other churches or other ministries or, or whatnot. If you're here and you've never felt like what God has placed on your life is significant for the body, I'm gonna tell you, you're wrong. It's actually specifically designed for the body. I don't care, care what it is. You, you, you like to paint, you like to dance, you like to teach. Whatever it may be, you like to have a chess club. <laughs> you like to serve others, you like to bake, you like to go visit widows, you like to help mamas out, dads out. You're specifically designed for the puzzle that God has put together called the body. And without you, we lose out on the masterpiece. Without you, when you hide, when we don't see you, when you don't bring forth what God has placed in you, we miss out, please don't hide. The person to your right and the person to your left, they're both royalty. Let us not miss those that seem common. Let us not miss that each of you are designed. Let us just honor one another in love as the Father has honored us, as he first honored us. Yeah, I think that's it. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Oh glory to God. Give glory to the Father. <laughs> hey, I, I I just I feel hmm. I like your shoes. They've got donuts on them. Those are pretty rad, dude. You're awesome. The Lord loves you. You like the sweetness to the Father. Yeah. bless you. I feel like God still wants to do something. Yeah, if you're here, and this is like, this seems like a weird, like, those girls kind of cray-cray. She said frick on the microphone. Who does that? <laughs> we don't really know how to do church. We just do family really well. Now, if you're here this morning, and you heard how God has honored you, And you're like, I've never really felt that. (laughs) Have you heard that God has died for your forgiveness of sins, that you're actually not a slave to sin, that you're free in Christ? If that is a new message to you, I want to invite you. I want to invite you into relationship with Papa God, with Jesus Christ. I feel like, I really feel strong. I feel this every Sunday because God's really in the business of his kids kingdom business, but I feel like there's someone here specific. You're visiting. I feel like you're a visitor and God is like, I want you to come back home. I feel like it's a daughter. I feel very strongly it's a daughter. I love Pastor Chris always says, you know, Christ was first bold for us. He hung on a cross. We can raise our hand and say, we want to be a part of that, God. So if you're here this morning and that's you, if you've never accepted the Lord, or if, you, if you're here and you feel like, it's been 30 plus years and I, I felt like I knew Jesus and I've been walking with Jesus, but just this whole honor thing and how he's honored me, I just don't really feel that. I invite you in this morning. The gospel is that Jesus came and he walked as a blameless man And then he died and he bore our sins. Yeah, that thing that you struggle with is gone. It's no longer. He took that on on the cross. It's not for you. That was never intended for you. That's not for you to bear. I don't know who keeps saying it's in your life, but it's actually not. Uh, Pastor Chris said this morning in the staff meeting, he said, you know, a lot of times we hear people say, we're just waiting on a breakthrough and God already broke through. (laughs) Yeah, he's already broke through. I'd invite our prayer team up right now. As we honor one another, you can turn to the person next to you and you can ask for prayer. We have an amazing prayer team and they're trained and they won't be weird. We can guarantee that. But you're all called to be a part of the prayer team. So you don't have to come up here. You can turn to the person next to you. Just say, hey, brother, hey, sister, I just really need prayer for this. But if you want to come forward, then you can come forward and get prayer. Yeah. And if you accepted the Lord for the first time, hmm, I want you to come up front and just find someone. Let them know. You're starting something new in your life. You let someone know, right? Right. You get a new job, you let someone know. Something exciting in your life happens, you let somebody know. So if you just accepted Jesus, you better let somebody know because we're about to have a party. I love you guys. Thanks for letting me share this morning. Thanks for listening to the Sermon of the Week. Be sure to visit our website at presenceoc.org to find out more about Presence Church.